Hi, and welcome back to our broadcast. On this broadcast, we're going to be looking into lessons from Peter. It's a daily devotional from Alan Jackson, the minister, not the singer, country songwriter or singer. But this was given to me by my wife's mother as a gift, and, and I was reading it, and it just began to stir on the inside of me. And Peter is one of my favorite disciples. And you know what? So many things that we can learn from him. We can learn who he was from his failures to his his success, from someone who who made the biggest mistakes but became one of the greatest disciples and apostles of the Lamb of God, of, of Jesus Christ. And you know, in these last days, I believe as believers, we have got to stand up. We have got to begin to be strong and confident. And one way for us to do that is to begin to seek God's face, get into the Word of God, and begin to lay aside things that not, you know, it's not things that we're, we're not going to hell because we haven't read our Bible enough or we're not going to hell because, you know, Jesus has given us his life. He has saved us. We are born again, but he needs us to be about the father's business. The whole reason that he came, why did Jesus come to the earth? He said this to destroy the works of the devil. He came to destroy the works of the enemy of Satan. He came to give life and life more abundantly. The whole purpose of why he came to bring people back into relationship with the father, to bring the kingdom of God from heaven to earth, from earth to heaven. He came to declare the kingdom of God in the earth. And we are the people of God. We are the ones that are walking out in this earth today, the will of the father. Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the father, but the Bible declares that we are his hands and feet. So we must be about the Father's business. And one way that we can do this is by getting into God's Word, by listening to good teaching, by taking the Bible ourselves ourself and getting it in front of us, by taking the, the wisdom of God that we hear from teachers and ministers, by taking and meditating on the Word, by spending time in prayer, by spending time in worship. Anything that we do that is a connection to God, a connection to the Father, brings us into a closer relationship and causes us to be more confident, causes our faith to rise when we get into God's Word and we act on God's Word. Faith grows in us because the Word is developed. The Word of God comes alive on the inside of us. And when you have victory after victory after victory, you put the Word of God to the test. You put the Word of God to something in your life and you come out on the other side no one can take that away from you. You are victorious. You are strong. You believe in healing. You declare healing. Your body is healed. You tell someone, hey, I know you don't, you might not think it's true, but it is true. I'm a living, breathing, walking testimony that God is a healer. I'm a living, breathing, walking testimony that God is a deliverer. God has delivered me. He set me free from demonic oppression. He set me free from suicide or lust or whatever it is, the tormenting thoughts. When God delivers you and declares over you a life that is abundant and victorious, you can take this to someone else and show them that the gospel of Jesus Christ is true. It's working today. But one way that we do this is by taking and getting into God's word, meditating on his word and letting his word change us. Not, not for us to change God's word, but for God's word to change us. When my thinking is wrong, when I'm, when I'm doing something, even if I think I'm justified, if I think I'm right, when I go to the book, when I go to the Father, and I get in the book, and I get in His Word, and then I begin to ask the Holy Spirit, our comforter and our helper, 
Holy Spirit, show me where I'm wrong. Because many times I think I'm right. Many times I think I know what's going on or I think I'm, you know, I'm, I'm at a certain place or I think that I've got it maybe more than someone else. And then I realize, hey, I need to come up higher in this area. I need to change. But it takes humility. It takes trusting in the Lord and humbling yourself before him. And one way that you do that is by taking that precious word, opening it up and letting it change you. Not for it to change the the person next to you or somebody else, but to change you. Because when we change, when we develop and we change and we grow, then we can be the true light of the gospel of Jesus Christ to other people. So in this daily devotional, in um, the first one, it's actually talking about the Holy Spirit, our helper. And more than anything in these last days, we need the helper the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit of God. He lives and abides on the inside of us, but we have to listen and obey to His voice. He's the one that's guiding us. He's the one that's directing us. He's the one that's leading and speaking on the inside with that inner witness and, and with the, the voice of the Father on the inside of us, directing us, telling us to do, to move, to go. But we have to be obedient to answer that call, to answer that his voice, and to be obedient to follow him. The Bible says that obedience is better than sacrifice. You may, I won't go into it, but you remember the story of King Saul, whenever he thought that he was doing right by God told him not to take anything out of the, 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 when they went to war and went to battle, don't take anything for yourself, but don't even take the sheep, but uh, slaughter them all. It is evil and wicked from a wicked nation and I'll have no part with it. Well, Saul said he wanted to, you know, take these because he saw, oh, this is, we can use these for sacrifices. But God said not to do this. And as he was going out, he, he heard the, you know, the, the prophet said, is it, isn't obedience better than sacrifice? God doesn't want us to, you know, to repent because we, he wants us to do the right thing the first time. Yes, he wants us to repent, but he doesn't want us to have to repent. He wants us to do what's right. Obedience is better than repentance, is what he was saying. It's better for you to obey me than to make sacrifices, to to try to apologize for not listening the first time. So we must listen to the Holy Spirit and obey him. What good does it do if God gives us an instruction and we don't follow it? What good does it do if he tell us, tells us to move or to do something or to, he's trying to get something to someone and we're not obedient? It doesn't do any good. It does his plan or his purpose is not, it's not acted on. So it brings no fruit. But when we walk out the will of the Father in the earth, when we are obedient, we are his hands and feet. We're his voice. And let me go ahead and read this in the, uh, and it gives a reference here in Luke 11 chapter, uh, Luke chapter 11 and verse 13. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? He is not holding anything back from you. And then then he goes on to say, Jesus' disciples had spent three years with Him, but they still were unprepared to carry on His ministry without Him. And Jesus knew it, and they knew it. Even watching Him die on a cross and be raised to life again was not enough. And that's why he told them not to begin ministering 
on their own until help came. He would send it in the person of the Holy Spirit, their counselor, their teacher, comforter, and guide. Jesus told them the Holy Spirit would remind them of the things that he had said and show them the truth. If Peter and James and John and the other disciples needed to ask the Holy Spirit for help, I'm sure you and I need to do that as well. We need the help of the Holy Spirit. And if you're a believer and you're light, you know that you need to come up higher and there's something missing. Well, it's probably what's missing is the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the infilling of the Holy Spirit, the divine uh, overcoming of the Holy Spirit in your life. You need to receive the Holy Spirit just like the disciples did. The disciples were born again after Jesus died and rose, rose from the dead. But something else happened after their salvation. They were saved. If they'd have died before the Holy Spirit came, they went to heaven. They were born again. But the Holy Spirit sent to the earth. The Holy Spirit, the Comforter, Jesus knew they needed the Holy Spirit in filling on the inside of him. Jesus walked the earth as a man, but the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of us. How much more of God living in us than walking beside us? Only, only, you know, beside us and, and, and not in anywhere or not everywhere at the same time. But the Holy Spirit of God on the inside of us leading and directing and guiding. We need the helper of the Holy Spirit. And if you're missing, if you don't, if you don't have the, the, the guidance of the Holy Spirit and you don't hear his voice, ask the Father, Father, I'm asking you for the, the, the gift that you gave, that Jesus sent the gift of the precious Holy Spirit to lead and guide me and fill me up that I'll, I'll hear his voice and then I'll follow and I'll obey him till I'll walk after what he tells me to do. I'll walk after how he leads me. The Holy Spirit leading and guiding, walking out what he says. We need the Spirit of God on the inside of us and to pray in the Spirit, to pray to God by the Spirit, through the Spirit, in the Holy Spirit, so that the Heavenly Father's will will be done in the earth. The Bible declares that when we don't know how to pray as we ought to, the Spirit prays through us. We need to spend that time we need to spend time talking to the Lord and not, you know, sometimes we get, we feel like we don't have a right to go to God or we don't have a, you know, we don't have the right to talk to him because he's got so many other things that are more important than to hear our little problems. But God wants a relationship with us. He wants you and I to speak to him on a daily basis, to talk with him, to be intimate with him, to share with him, listen and obey, follow his voice and tell him, begin to share your dreams and visions with God and then believe and believe him and trust him and humble yourself to say, God, if my dream is out of order, if my dream's out of line, then change my, change my vision of it, change my view of it, the desire I have, change the desires on the inside of me so that I will be following the perfect plan, not something that I've just dreamed up or desired, but Lord God, that it lines up with you. It lines up with what you have, your plan and your purpose for my life. But just like Peter and the disciples, they walked with Jesus. They walked with him for three and a half years, but yet they still needed the helper, the Holy Spirit. If you're missing a part of your relationship with God, if you're missing that connection, ask the Father. He said, would the Father, if you... How much more, if you being evil, give your children good gifts, would the Father withhold the Holy Spirit from you? 
He's not going to withhold the divine, precious influence and power of the Holy Spirit, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit from you if you just simply ask. If you're missing something in your relationship with the Father, you're missing your relationship with Christ, ask the Father for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Seek and search. Begin to pray and begin to find the, take the, take your concordance. You have a You have a phone that you can look up any scripture in the Bible. Look up Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God, and look up every verse that it says about it. Begin to study it and read it and ask the Father, Father, show me the truth about this. Show me the truth of what I'm missing. Show me the truth of where I'm lacking in this area. And Lord, I'm asking you for wisdom because your word says anyone that needs wisdom or lacks wisdom to ask of you. How do you know these things? How do you know what's the will of God? How do you know what are the promises of God? You have to get it through the word. He gave us everything that we need by in the word. And we have great ministers and teachers and you, you can look up online and you can, you can listen to more than, you know, if you listen to this broadcast, you listen to another broadcast. One person builds upon another and upon another line upon line, precept upon precept. You get a little bit here, you get a little bit there, and before you know it, you're going to be walking out the things that you have you have longed for and you've been missing because your relationship with God, as you begin to seek, as you begin to seek Him, as you begin to search, you're going to find. You're going to be filled. You're not going to ask of the Father and you're not going to seek Him and not get an answer and not get a result. It might not come instantly, but you will get your answers and you will get filled on the inside. As you begin to long for God, as you begin to seek after Him, as you begin to to yearn for Him and you begin to seek His face, the Lord said, you ask, you shall receive. Seek and you shall find, knock and the door will be opened. He will hold nothing back from you if you ask of Him. And then here's a here is a prayer that He... Um, I'm going to read the prayer and you can just, this is a way for you to pray, but you don't have to pray it exactly this. But here's what he says. Heavenly Father, I know that I need the help and the guidance of the Holy Spirit in every aspect of my life, at home, at work, in the community, and everywhere I go. I regret the times that I've tried to do things my way and in the power of my own will. I pray for a greater awareness of the Holy Spirit in my life that I may accomplish greater things and do them in a way that pleases and honors you in Jesus name. Amen. You know, that's a simple prayer. It's not complicated, but it's a prayer you can pray from your heart and you don't have to pray exactly those words or exactly like that, but, but it gives you an idea of how to talk to the father, share the, to the father, your heart, share what is missing or what you're longing for on the inside. God wants you to come to Him and ask of Him. And you don't have to go to Him in any special way. You don't have to go to Him with any specific special words. or You don't have to, to, to know any specific language or a way to say or a way to speak to God. You speak to Him just like you speak to someone that sits right next to you. Someone that, a friend, someone that you can talk to. You speak to Him just like you would anybody else that you were sharing or opening your heart to talk to the father and ask of him. And then it gives on, it gives on. If you, if you journal, if you're one of those that journal and I, and I haven't been, but I need to be, but journaling, I've heard many people talk about 
when they journal how much it helps them and they write things down and they begin to, they go back and they look at it and they see where they've grown. And then he talks about journaling. Is there something you're struggling to accomplish on your own? Is there a situation that needs a breakthrough? Write about it and ask for the Holy Spirit's help and leading. Sometimes you might not be, you, you might need to write things down so you can get your words out or you can look at it and say, mm, <laughs> wow, you know, that, that sounded better in my head. Maybe I should start over. And sometimes when you write there, your, your soul begins to draw out of you and it, and it just begins to flow. Sometimes you can't talk or you can't think of the words, but if you'll just begin to write them down, all of a sudden your pen will begin to, to go faster and faster and you begin to write things out and you begin to write out your, your heart's desire and the things they're longing for, things that you're, you're questioning, things that you want answered. And then pray over that. Ask God to, to, Bring the wisdom and the insight for those things that you need. The helper, the Holy Spirit is your lead and is your guide. And we need him in these last days. We need him to do the will of the Father, to work out the things of the kingdom. We need the help of the Holy Spirit to lead us in everyday life. Not just, this is not just for church. This is not just for getting together with other Christians. This is to do the work of the, the, of the kingdom, the will of the Father that we are the hands and feet again. I'm going to say it again. We're the hands and feet of Jesus in the earth. We are the ones walking out and doing the work in the earth. We are the body. We're the part that's moving. We're the part that's working and doing the work of the kingdom. We're the ones that's feeding the hungry. We're the ones that's helping the neighbors and helping those that that don't know, sending missionaries, sending people, using our finances to support other ministries, using our finances to support other endeavors of the kingdom of God. When you see someone that's doing a work of the kingdom, support them, do some part with them, pray over them. When you see somebody that's out there doing it, maybe you can't go to the mission field. Maybe you can't, you don't have a food ministry, but if you know somebody that's doing the work of the kingdom, that's helping people, begin to partner with them, support them, do something to help the kingdom. And as you give, then you pray, God, use me in the same way. As you support them, as you support your local church and your ministries that you know that are spreading the gospel and taking care of people and helping in, in the vision and passion that you have on the inside, partner with them and do what God has called you to do and help other people accomplish the same. But we are the hands and feet in the earth, the helper, the Holy Spirit. He's our guide. He's our comforter. He's our source of strength. He's our source of wisdom. Whatever you're missing, begin to spend time in prayer, spend time in worship, spend time in the word. And as you begin to do that, it doesn't, you don't have to spend hours upon hours, but you can. But as you do something, as you move, I promise you, God will bless it. As you begin to move, and you begin to put your hand to it. You begin to take a book up and you read it. You take the Bible and you read it. You take uh, Christian books and devotions. And you, as you begin to read, do something and get it on the inside of you. I promise you, these things will begin to change. The oppression will leave. The depression will leave. The tormenting thoughts won't have a choice but to leave because you're going to learn who you are. You're going to learn your authority. You're going to learn how to stand up with confidence. You're going to learn how to speak and how to declare. You're going to learn how to, how to go to the father with confidence and not, not going to him intimidated. You will learn who you are and learn your authority and you will become 
a stronger, better believer, follower, son and daughter of the Most High God. Amen. Let me go ahead and end this in prayer. And I hope this encourages you. Take a hold of anything you can, whatever you can, take a hold of it, think about it, meditate on it, and begin to do and act on what the Lord gives you to do. Father, in the name that's above every name, Lord, we just worship you and we thank you, Father God, for moving and working in the lives of every person that listens to this broadcast, Lord God. Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus that your blessing is upon them. I'm asking you, Holy Spirit, to lead them, wake them up in the middle of the night, begin to give them visions and dreams, stir them up, and lead them and guide them and open up doors for them that no man could open, only you, Lord God. And I'm asking you to, to go before them. Your favor goes before them. And Lord God, the every area of their life that needs change, Lord, every area of their life, that any area that, Lord God, is a hindrance to them, I'm asking you to give them wisdom and courage to let it go and cut it off and to, or to change relationships. Lord God, to change habits, to change things they're doing, to begin to follow after you with a greater measure, Lord God, to follow after you with a greater passion. And Lord, I thank you in the name of Jesus for revealing to them your plan and purpose for their life. And Lord God, that they will walk it out and be obedient and see and do the will of the Father in this earth. Lord, we thank you in the name that's above every name, the precious name of Jesus. Amen.